Time for a mid-season take or stock take on where we're at with the uh, the mighty Warriors. We can safely say there's a vastly improved side. Of course, uh, we're well in the eight these days. Playoffs seem almost a certainty, do they not? And part of the turnaround, surely, is the coach. Andrew Webster is back with us. Very good morning. Morning to you, mate. On a scale of one to ten in terms of enjoyment for the season so far, ten you couldn't be happier, one it's been a bust and you want to leave. Where are you at? Uh, enjoyment's a seven. Uh, if we won a few more games or weren't as close, I might have enjoyed them a bit more instead of having a heart attack each week. But uh, the last couple, I've uh, really enjoyed their uh, big bonks. They've gone away with the second half. Um, but yeah, seven, because there's uh, definite improvement. And I suppose a 10 would be winning the grand final, wouldn't it? So we've got a fair way to go yet. I reckon it is. Part of what I wanted to talk to you about today, and the sort of a, a mid-season report, the stuff that's gone well, the wins we like, the consistency we like, uh, injuries we can't do much about. What about those top teams that you played recently, all of which you lost to, but they weren't bad losses, they were close losses. What was the problem there, and how do you fix it? Uh, I felt in those, in those three games, um, we were obviously very competitive. We were in the fight. We were going really well. The difference were they went after us with our defence when we were coming off our line. Uh, made it very hard for us to get out of our end. Um, and we didn't do that to them. I felt a uh, perfect example was Penrith when we played them at Magic Round. We um, we were applying lots of pressure. Um, we put a kick in into the corner and they escaped out of the corner. And that could have been a repeat, had a potential try um, to go on and win the game. Instead, they went down the other end and scored. So I think those are the moments in those three games. Uh, whilst very competitive and uh, it, was, it was really good to see that we could do that. Um, we're here to win, and we, we we learn a lot from those moments. How much of that's experience? Um, I think I think it's um, I think it's understanding what works for us. Might like we're going to know what wins in the NRL, and we're going to know how we've got to do it. So I think combinations of experience and understanding how we do it together is very important. So I think. Um, we're only going to get better at that over the course of the year. I think sometimes losing in those moments, understanding you're close, but only if I just did this, is a really good lesson. I mean, as an old saying, you learn more from your loss than you do your win. Um, but the best teams, I feel, learn while they win. Mm. Um, and, and that's what we want to become. Um, but yeah, I think experience and combinations and just learning the impact of those moments, once you realise the impact of those moments, then you're... Uh, you're right, okay, I want to change this. As before, if you're not in the contest and you're getting beat by 20, you don't understand each, what each moment adds up to. There's too many moments to, for you to remember. So, um, yeah, those, those little things are what we're going to work on. Earlier on this season, I could have asked you the question, I don't think it's applicable anymore. You had a slow start problem. Was that a tangible thing that you had to address and fix? And presumably you would say you have fixed it now. Uh, well, our starts haven't been terrible. On the weekend, we were 86 down, they scored first, but we built a lot of pressure to that point. But the starts have definitely been fine. Um, how to, during that period, I think I probably put too much focus on it. I probably addressed it way too much, and it was in front of their minds. And I feel like they were probably a bit timid and a bit timid, and, and that's all they were thinking about. Let's start well, let's part well, and... Mm. Um, you know, they'll reverse psychology, but the, the opposite was happening. We just couldn't get it right. We were trying so hard, and the harder we tried, the worse we got. So, um, 
yeah, we found how that's worked now. We um, know what it looks like, and uh, yeah, our starts have been good. What happens at halftime? See, I cite the Dolphins as a very good example. Tight first half, you come out in the second half and kill them. Is something said at halftime? Something's uh, always said. I mean, the, the thing about what was said in those past times was um, there was an element of frustration. The game was tight, but we were by far the better team that just couldn't get over the trial line of future opportunities. Um, so we mentally learned a lot from the Broncos loss the week before where we had a million opportunities and came out in the second half and dropped our bottom lip and lost confidence and, and they went away with a win. Um, as they against the Dolphins uh, particularly um, and on the weekend against Canberra, we were we were pretty motivated mentally to be very strong after half time and yeah. come out and make sure we're the better team. And, and we did that, built pressure, and then we got the rewards late in the game. See, that Canberra game is a very good example, isn't it? Because you're away, you're in front of a packed house, big build-up for the week for Croker, the whole thing. So psychologically, in another year, another time, it could have gone against you or it could have been a lot more difficult. What's changed there that the home-away thing doesn't seem to matter as much anymore? You're as good wherever you are. Um, I, because I haven't been here in the past, I can't say what it's like, but the, the boys enjoy their travel. They enjoy each other's company. So... I mean, we'd rather play in front of Mount Smart every week than a full house. But when we do travel, um, we make sure we enjoy the, the process rather than it being a, a drag or something that we don't want to do. I think that's having a bit of a positive mindset towards it. I feel like there's a bit of ambition from the boys as, as if we want to be successful, we've got to win away from home. Um, but also the uh, moment of the 300 games, we, we spoke about it. It's full house, big occasion. If we can win these moments, these games, and if we ever want to be ambitious and make playoffs and grand finals, then it's only going to be great practice, and it's going to show that we're capable of, of getting there. So, um, the we we had a great away trip earlier in the year to North Queensland around three, went up there and won. Um, yeah, we, we seem to be enjoying the road trip. I'm assuming, Andrew, you're picking up the same thing I'm picking up uh, out of these Australian games especially. There's greater respect for you this year than ever before. They speak of you in glowing terms, and that, I guess, has got to be satisfying. Yeah, it is satisfying. Um, it's satisfying. I mean, I, I talk to boys all the time. We're, we're not a secret anymore. Um, people respect us. I think they respect us not because not we've won uh, eight games, but because the way we've done it and how hard we've wanted to work and when we have lost, we've, um, we've certainly been resilient and been in the fight. Um, so I think our identity is, is still an opportunity boys to be flamboyant and be exciting for the fans to enjoy. But I think the fans and uh, everyone in Australia have got respect for us because they're proud of the fact that we turn up and fight every week as opposed to um, trying to um, be flamboyant the way we win. We're actually willing to grind and Mm. How how much are you working now just on the tiny things? Because if you look at the table, there's nothing between you and the Broncos. It's four points. It's it's two points to second place. It's it's such a tight competition, and that indicates that the level's so high. If the level's so high, what are you looking at improving on, and how do you do that? Well, the tiny things are so important to us. Um, we call them fundamentals. Uh, we have fundamental days where all we do is practice about there's no ball work, there's no 13 v 13, there's no big picture stuff, it's all fundamentals. Um, so when you're under pressure in that situation, you know exactly what to do because if you don't get those moments right, um, the table's so tight and the games are so tight, then you're on the other end of the scoreboard and before you know it, you're slipping down the, the ladder. So um, we're just 
we just want to be a strong fundamental team. And for the fans out there, understand what does that mean. That just means owning your own tackles, um, defensively being connected together, um, communication with the guy next year. Um, yeah, just um, if there's a 2v1 with the ball passing and executing it. So there's a difference between winning and losing. So as you head into the back end of the season, I'm assuming, and there's no, no, no arrogance about it, I'm assuming you think that top eight is, we're set, we're done, we're there, and you're aiming now for top four. Is that fair or not? Uh, mate, that, sorry, that, that's wrong, yeah. I've got to be honest. I, I, I've told the boys from day one, we just win as many games as we can. Um, when we lose, we, pray, we do the review process the same way we do when we win. So if we are ambitious, the grand final, we said at the start, we want to win it. Um, so there's no top four, there's no top eight, we've got to win it. Um, but you can't win it unless you're there, I understand that. But we've got to be focused on getting better every day. And um, yeah, There is no cut at all that we're, we're going to be in the eight. So now we're trying to top four. Our focus is how do we win this week? How do we get better? Because we're just not we're not good enough yet to look too far ahead. We're not. We're like you said, the competition's so tight. We've got to focus yeah. so much on big chunks of improvement. And you see within the team the skills, the fitness, the experience to be able to improve and take the next step. Yeah, I do. Um, uh, there's, there's one there's one there's one thing to have belief, which I've got complete belief belief in the boys. Um, and I feel like our game. Um, we know how we want to do it, so there's complete clarity. Like there's no secrets on, on what winning and losing it is. It's just whether now we're really willing to improve that much and we can go to the next step. Because ten games to go for us, um, ten games to go for a lot of teams as well. Get different with bias, but the teams who improve dramatically here now, they're the ones that go. So our game currently is not good enough to be contender, but. I feel like we, we've got the ability and the belief and understanding of what it takes to get there. Wow. And I, I, I can't conclude this without the obvious Johnson question, the revelation that is Sean Johnson this year. What's happened? Uh, I think Sean just needs a lot of praise. I think he's, he was very motivated from the start of the pre-season. Um, Sean hardly missed a training session. So um, older players, as they get older, they... They want to be sort of do out of four sessions a week, want to do three and look after their body. Sean did all four. Um, I feel like he's like one of the lead through his defence, which he's never done before. I think everyone's proud of his defence. And then off of the back of that, he gets to show his brilliance to the ball. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just feel like he's completely ambitious coming home. He was so happy off the field at the moment. Mm. So um, when people are happy, they enjoy their work. So. Um, I just, yeah, Sean's in a really good place right now with uh, him and his family and, and the Warriors family, so um, we're loving what he's doing and his leadership's on a new level as well. Good on you. Well, Andrew, good to catch up with you and uh, go well for the rest of the season and uh, maybe we'll see you at the grand final and how good would that be? That's the plan. Thanks. Thanks for having us. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.